always a fabulous welcome to the Encouragement Diaries for this Thursday because we're sliding into Friday and it's a weekend already so soon. Doesn't time fly? I'm sure I'm ageing rapidly <laughs> at this rate. But I'm so looking forward to the weekend. As you know, it's wide open space. One or two wee things in it, but lots of space for surprises. And in the meantime, to my delightful friend Robin. Robin, I still haven't had the cold shower, but I'm waiting for the warmer weather to come in first so I can try it. <laughs> and Lucy, thank you for your great encouragement about imagination. I've decided I won't take up smoking to try out the, the ash art, but I will use pencils and paper. Anyhow, moving swiftly on, I have got the most wonderful encouragement for you today from the diary of a man who was incredible and his name was Ernest Shackleton. I'm sure many of you will know Ernest Shackleton. For those of you who don't, he was an Arctic explorer who never actually managed to achieve anything he really set out to do on one way. But on the other hand, he needs to go down in the annals of all-time superheroes because he brought back every single man who ever went with him on an expedition. It was incredible. If you've never read his diaries, you can get them. There's South, the Endurance Expedition, there's lots of books, but really, go read his books. I should say hand over heart. Sometimes it gets a bit monotonous getting the different, you know, readings of the northwest, south and east and latitudes and longitudes. However, here is an extract from one of his diaries. And the background to it is that the boats that they've been in the expedition with have got crunched in the ice. So they've had to come over land and then they sailed to... Elephant Island and they got stuck there. So with the boat that was there, they kept one boat as a shelter for the crew and Shackleton and two other guys made a decision to sail 800 miles across open waters by the stars to navigate to find their way to South Georgia in order to get to a whaling station to get help to come and rescue everybody. From the diary of Elephant Island people, here is a little extract, and for all you vegetarians, you may want to plug your ears. At breakfast, each had a piece of seal or half a penguin breast. Luncheon consisted of one biscuit on three days a week, nut food on Thursday, bits of blubber, from which most of the oil had been extracted for the lamps on two days a week and nothing on the remaining day. On this day, breakfast consisted of a half-strength sledging ration. Supper was almost invariably seal and penguin, cut up very finely and fried with a little seal blubber. Blech. All I can say is, oh, the how they did it, how they didn't kill each other and what they'd have given for a piece of broccoli, I've no doubt. That was just incredible, but amazing that these men had the discipline and did concerts and did all sorts of things. So read the diaries because it's fantastic. But I'm now going to pick up Shackleton's diary because they've landed in Stromness Bay on South Georgia and they've got to, without any maps, cut cross country to find their way to the whaling station. And when you read it, he said, we, we went through the gap at 6am with anxious hearts as well as weary bodies. If the farther slope had proved impassable, our situation would have been almost desperate. 
but the worst was turning to the best for us. And they carried on and they could see Husvik Harbour appear right ahead in the opening of dawn. Worsley and Crean were digging a hole for the lamp and starting the cooker so that uh, they could have something to eat. And then at this point they hear a steam whistle and despite the aches and pains because they'd followed a stream downriver because they knew if they followed the water down they would get to, to the bay in the end. So they were actually sodden. So this is the Arctic. They're sodden up to their waists with wet. But they carry on down and eventually they, they go through. The alpine rope runs out and they, they slip and slide and get down and they finally get to the bottom. And it's incredible. And then they, they, they search for a safe way down and it was music to the ears. But what I want to read you now is the bit where they've arrived in Husvik. The whaling vessel was were there. The whalers got them inside, got them washed, shaved, dressed, all in clean clothes. Amazing. The, the joy that they had was phenomenal. But here's something, and I'm quoting from Shackleton. When I look back at those days, I have no doubt that Providence guided us, not only across those snow fields, but across the storm-white sea that separated Elephant Island from our landing place on South Georgia. I know that during that long and racking march of 36 hours over the unnamed mountains and glaciers of South Georgia, it seemed to me often that we were four, not three. I said nothing to my companions on the point, but afterwards Worsley said to me, Boss, I had a curious feeling on the march that there was another person with us. Crean confessed to the same idea. One feels, quotes, the dearth of human words, the roughness of mortal speech, unquote, in trying to describe things intangible. But a record of our journeys would be incomplete without a reference to a subject very near to our hearts. Isn't that fabulous? So the encouragement is you too may find there's times where you'll sense the presence of another and that you're not alone. So may that be an encouragement to you and please read Shackleton. It's honestly worth worth it. But blessings and peace from today's Encouragement Diaries.